It's a show where we talk about the power of your mind to change your world around you, to literally affect the fabric of your reality. We talk about this feeling of hope and joy and relief. And that is what being aware of your flow does. It gives you a feeling of power again in your lives. You hit, oh my God, you were so on target. You are so amazing. I can't, I can't thank you enough. It is the feeling that you bring forward. It is your emotional connection that really sets the tone for what is going to be happening to you and for you. And you know that feeling when you touch it. It just spreads through you. Thank you for taking my call. I don't know why I feel like crying. <laughs> I think oh. I just feel your love. <laughs> oh, of course. And I think I'm going to get some answers. I'm Summer McStravick, and welcome to another episode of Flow Dreaming. Welcome to Flow Dreaming. Before we get started, a really quick note. If you found this show on iTunes or by downloading the Flow Dreaming podcast app, it would mean so much if you took a moment to review it. That is how other people will find this show and get the same great value out of it that I hope you're getting. So my huge thanks and sparkles and flow go to all of you who just take that few moments to go write a quick little message of telling other people, this is good, go listen. Thanks. Now off we go to the show. Welcome to Flow Dreaming. Hey, what do you guys think? We have a new format hitting you this show, and it's going to be a fantastic show. Scared of success, right? Do you want it really bad? But once you get close, you get more and more nervous. You start dropping the ball. You start not doing those things that are on your list to do. And before you know it, ah, you've turned the curve and no success. You let that sucker slip right out of your hands, does it sound like you? Well, in Flow Dreaming, we talk about energy. We talk about emotion and how you can shape and create and, in fact, manifest your future. Every moment that unrolls or unfurls in front of you is being created. It's being created by your past actions as well as your present, who you are now, how you feel in the moment about what will happen next. We go into the realm of mind and feeling, thought, dreaming, emotion, creation, and manifestation. And um, if you're looking to figure out more about Flow Dreaming, by the way, there's tons of these shows on iTunes like you just heard. So go check it out there, including um, uh, a way to get an introduction to what this whole process is. So uh, a quick note, we are... Right now, in the middle of enrollment for Me School, Me School will be closing in a few weeks for the year. If you're listening to this in retrospect, though, you can still check it out because you never know when that is. <laughs> so go look anyway. But if you're interested in all in getting to learn more about this material, how to really get a grip on your life, go big, change things, get rid of stuff that doesn't work for you, learn new tools so everything will work for you, mm, that's Me School. So... um Anyway, I think I, I'm going to talk a little later in the show about how to reach out to me if that's something that piques your interest. Let's talk right now about success. I did a really popular series uh, a little earlier last year called the Going Big series. And then I did another popular series called the Lack Cycle. And I keep finding that 
I have apparently more to say <laughs> about this because new new ideas, new thoughts uh, keep coming my way. You know, and this is largely driven by the fact that I work with a lot of people and I come up with uh, come up against a lot of their fears, a lot of their holdbacks in the course of our work and our manifesting and creation. And every time I do, I add that to my library. What is it? What did it, you know, how did we get through it? Um, what was on the other side of it? You know, all of these things that I'm telling you are trial tested. You know, they're being worked out by myself, uh, by the students and people I mentor. So um, what I tell you, go ahead and apply it to your own life. See what happens. That's a really good chance. It's going to help you in a big way. So scared, scared, scared. I want to be successful. I want to be wealthy. Usually I'm, I'm going to just go with the wealthy thing because most people consider success as being tied to wealth. They feel that they'll be materially rewarded um, when they're successful. So for the purposes of this show, we'll tie them together. Although, of course, we all know that being successful doesn't always mean um, that you become you know, rich or famous or however it is. So what are the things that come up in us? Well, you know as a manifester, as a flow dreamer, that what you are is what you create. It's not what you think. It's not what you say to yourself. It's what you are. The you that is moving through time and space now, that, that the way that the data is packed together in your body, the kinds of thoughts that are, that are pinging back and forth between your neurons right now, that is what is creating your next few moments, your next few days, weeks, months, years. When we manifest, we realize that we change ourselves now. We begin to be who we are, who we want to be now. And then we allow our future to simply uphold what we have created. We create the blueprint. We create the the template for it, that all the details, all the physical stuff can be filled into, right? We are the cookie cutter. We are cutting the dough of our future, of what comes next, So when you have something inside of you that says, I really want to be successful, but I've watched myself over and over, get right to the point of success, and then I just kind of veer off around it, you know, and and sometimes I blame my life, the universe, flow, other people. Sometimes I say, well, it almost happened, but it didn't. It almost came through, but it didn't. You know, I might find a reason seemingly outside of me that I could pin it on for why it just didn't work out again. But I know deep in me that I really have everything to do with this. That if I had perhaps done a few different things, if I had listened differently, responded differently, responded sooner, maybe if I hadn't just waited on things so long, there was stuff going on that was actively contributing to my backing away. We want to feel what this energy is inside you. You can, if you, if we can get in this podcast to the heart of that sensation, that feeling of when and why you back away, you are now going to have ownership over it. When you have ownership over it, the next time it comes up, you will recognize. You'll say, oh, I, I remember meeting you before. I know your name. And then you'll be able to choose and see yourself in the midst of doing these things. And you can say, well, I'm still feeling it. and I'm powerless against it. Or you can say, nope, I'm stopping it. I'm going to do something differently. So what I did in preparation, preparation, excuse me, for today's show is I put together a lot of the common things I hear and feel and see in people in their flow, in their energetic makeup, where I see them veer off course. In other words, they're heading to success, heading to success. I'm building my website. I'm taking my classes. I'm transitioning my career. I'm, I'm starting to feel powerful and beautiful and gorgeous and handsome. And my mate and my mate, my partner, whoever <laughs> is coming to me. And then, you know, off course we go. 
So I'd like you to just take a few minutes here and listen. Tell me if any of these feeling states that I describe in you resonate or bring up something in you where you kind of go, oh my God, I know what she's talking about. Or you say, oh yeah, I have felt that. I just never realized it. You know, any little twinge of recognition is you telling yourself, "Uh uh-huh, that's one of them. (laughs) Grab it. Right? And you may not fully embrace it. It may just be a twinge because these things like to hide out and be stuck. They want to, they, they don't want you to pull the bedclothes off them. They don't want to come out to the light of day. So they're going to maybe say, no, 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 no. And you'll say, are you sure? Are you sure? Right? This is you talking to yourself. Let's get started. The emotions that come up that make us be afraid to either become successful or sustain our success. Because some of us, we've been successful from time to time. It's just that we, we lose it. <laughs> we don't keep it. And it puts us back into that state of comfortable anxiety. Hmm. Okay. One of the first things that travels through our minds when we start to go big and really look at our life and say, you know, no holds barred. I am going for it. I am shooting past this fear. I am jumping off the cliff into whatever is next. This is going to be a yes year for me. I'm fully 100% committed. And then you start to get feedback and good things start to happen. You start to feel good. And then you suddenly say to yourself, you know, these things never last. They never last. They're going to go away. I should make hay while the sun shines. I should take full advantage while I can because, you know, it's not going to last. These things do come and go. That's always been my pattern before. That's what I've seen growing up. Yes, you get income and money and good things, but then it goes away. Right? Do you know that feeling? It's all going to leave. All that you've worked so hard for, it's going to go. You're not going to be able to keep it. Then you're going to have to go through all that hard work all over again. It's so exhausting. It's so tiring. What a letdown it is in your heart. When something you love, you have to give up on because it just goes, it goes bad. It goes wrong. It stops, stops paying you. Right? Do you see that? That's a pattern. That is a pattern I just described to you. And that is a big one in a lot of us. This pattern has no connection to what really happens. It is a chosen pattern. It is a, I expect this, ergo, I receive this. Not everyone has this pattern. Not everyone loses their success. Not everyone goes through peaks and valleys. If you do, it's because it's your pattern. And you can unchoose it. You can flow through it. You can break through it. That's a ceiling inside of you. Here's another one that comes up. My friends, gosh, I can't even tell them how well I'm doing. If they knew, they'd be jealous. They'd just feel weird. They'd feel awkward. I can't tell my family. They'll just think I'm full of myself. If I get really successful, if I start earning a lot of money, it just I feel really bothered that, that I'm going to lose people I love around me. They're going to be jealous and, and distant. Okay, that's another one. That's a fear. Again, it's chosen. It will hold you back. It will let you, it will cause you to let go of things when you should be holding on to them. Because in your heart, in your energy, you're weighing, I'm growing and becoming successful and it's changing my family and friends' perception of me. And I don't know what they're going to think. 
You know what that tells me? You're trying to control what they think by staying small. If I stay small, they won't not like me. If I go big, I'm risking it all. I'm risking my support system, the people who love me. But then deconstruct that. Whoa, if they're your support system, if they are the people who love you, don't you expect of all people, the people who love you to support you and applaud you and gosh, throw a big party for you? Like, finally, we are so happy to see you make it. We're so happy to see your success. You amaze us. We love being with you. We're so proud of you. Right? You see, the thing is, you've got lack thinking there. You don't expect that that's going to happen for you. So you hold back and you divert. Hmm, right? We're really starting to dig in here. How about the, the next one? Okay. And I know I'm just kind of scratching the surface of it. By the way, these are concepts that we explore in depth, you know, in me school when we go in and we really figure out why we're acting the way we're acting, why we're creating what we're creating. Here's another one. I don't like rich people. No, really. I mean, I really don't like them. Every time I see someone who's in a fancy car, I look over and I think, oh, God, what a, what a, can I, I can't even say on air what I was going to say. <laughs> what a creep. What a jerk. What an a-hole. <laughs> Every time I see that woman and, she, you know, clearly I can tell she paid $200 for her hair and her clothes. And I'm just like, oh, God, don't you have something better to do with your life? I bet you're all pampered and spoiled and you've never had to experience what I did. Right. Do those feelings come up in you? You know what's going on there? You're having an aversion to people who are successful. What do you think that's going to do when you become successful? How do you think that's going to make you feel about yourself? Ooh, I never want to be one of those people. Right? Where did you get that from? You pick that up from someplace. I know a lot of rich people who are totally terrific. I know a lot of rich people who came from very poor circumstances, alcoholic home, abuse, you name it. That is what impelled them to become rich. Because they said, never again, not for me, not for my kids. I will never be that person. I will never be that way. They're the most amazing people you'd ever want to hang out with. And they're not the rich people that you're thinking of, that you're instinctually reacting to. So if you've got that pattern going, you just know that's working in conflict because you're afraid if you get rich, you don't know what kind of person you're going to be. If you're successful, you don't know. You may, you're worried. Maybe I'll be like that. Maybe I'll act like that. Maybe some weird rich person's disease will co-op me and, <laughs> you know, I'll suddenly become the jerks I don't like. Not true. What I discover is people with money become more of who they already are. If they're generous, their heart is open, then that's the way they run their businesses. Then that's the way they, they give to charities. If they're not, then they're all about themselves. All about them. Just more and more of them. Has nothing to do with the money. How about the next one? Look, we're getting through quite a few. In fact, we're going to have to go to a break uh, pretty soon. But I hope these are starting to ring bells. How about, I really actually don't know how to be rich or successful. I don't know how people like that think or feel. I don't know how they make decisions. I would feel weird if my kids went to different schools. I wouldn't get along with the parents. I'd have to live in a different neighborhood. And I don't even like those neighborhoods. I don't want to have to feel fake. I'll feel like I'm an imposter. Like I really shouldn't be here. 
right? This is the Gatsby. <laughs> this is the great Gatsby <laughs> energy problem, emotional issue. I'll have to feel fake just to be accepted by people who aren't really like me. Does that go through your mind? And now I'm talking, this is when you get really successful. This is when your real estate is bringing you a million a year. This is when your book has hit the New York Times bestseller, you know, seller list. This is when, um, you have been able to really go big in your career and you're now a vice president or, or, or a president of your company. This is when your thing that you decided to create and give to the world, your business or whatever it is has really elevated you. And you're thinking to yourself, I don't even know where those people are, how they act, what they do. I'm afraid I would turn into somebody that I'm not. I'm afraid I'd lose who I am. Right? We don't even think about this consciously. You know, especially if you're just looking down at the, you know, the dollars and cents signs and thinking, I need to go bigger, I need to go bigger, I need to be successful, I need to grow. But that's in you, somewhere, creating a wall of emotional and energetic resistance. And usually it's not just one of these. It's multiple. It's a little bit of this one, a little bit of that one, 10% here, 15% there. Altogether, though, they're adding up to quite a big percentage in you pushing back, pushing back. This is in you. This is what you are creating. You are simultaneously creating opportunity and creating resistance. And this is why you go sideways. How about one more before we hit a quick break here? Um, what if I actually have to hire and fire people? What if I am given a responsibility that makes me really too nervous to handle? I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if people should trust themselves and their lives and their families to me. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I could manage people. I don't know if I want to manage people. I'm not good at that. Right? We often tell ourselves I'm not good at something because we don't want to do it because we're afraid to do it. And then we get caught in a cycle of I'm not good at that as a way to just explain away why we avoid it over and over. Oh, I already tried it. I'm not good. I'm not good at that. Oh, yeah, I already tried doing that. I'm not. No, sales. Ugh, I've already tried that. I'm not good at that. That's you cutting out your opportunities, cutting out your next growth point. You don't know what you're good at or not. You know what you did once that did or didn't work out, but you don't know if you're good or not at that. Until you've fully gone into it, until you've embraced it 100% and said, I wonder what else I need to learn about this. I wonder why I'm not good. I wonder what it is that I don't yet know. You won't know. Maybe hiring people is something you are fantastic at. Maybe you can let people go because you recognize that they don't fit you. Maybe that's why you're not a VP in your company. Maybe that's not why you're not the head of your sales team. Maybe that's impacting, well, anything where you're dealing with clients or, or students or customers. Maybe that's why you have no discernment. You take everybody on. Because you don't have faith. You don't have trust. You want everybody to like you. You don't want to be in charge. You want all of them to be in charge, leading you along, saying, take me, take me, take me. And you're saying, okay, 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 okay. All right? That's a fear. You won't go big if you're trapped in that fear. You're going to be playing small. You're going to be playing with a lot of other small people who are also playing small, going back and forth, throwing that little hot potato only a foot away from each other. Get where I'm going here? All right. I have a few more to go over, and I want to invite you. If any of these things you're like going, oh, my God, yeah, she just nailed me. What do I do? How do I fix this in my energy? How do I fix this in my flow? 
give me a call. Go to my website, flowdreaming.com. You'll see something there, radio or podcast, and um, you'll find my live call-in number and my live call-in time. And I'd love to help you out. Um, and we're also going to do, of course, a flow dream surrounding getting over your fear of success. So stay with me for more flow dreaming. I'm Summer McStravick. Hey, it's summer, and I have a few things that I wanted to share with you, like the happenings and the goings-on at flowdreaming.com. So right now, my gorgeous, hugely amazing Me School of Flow is enrolling. That means I'm accepting students who will work with me for the year ahead. So you'll learn to do what I do. You'll create amazing stuff using flow energy, as well as opening and expanding your own empathic intuition. I will teach you how. If you're ready to go big, this is where you need to be. Me School is also online, by the way, so you can live anywhere. Here's what you do. Just click or swipe on over to flowdreaming.com right now, and there will be a link to set up a time to talk to me about Me School. And this is free, by the way. We'll get on the phone for at least 20 minutes, and we'll talk about whether Me School is a good fit in your life. Now, there's a chance that you're listening to this as an older podcast, in which case, enrollment may be closed, since I only open enrollment about once a year. And if that's the case, you'll have an option to get on the wait list for the next enrollment period. And um, we'll go from there. So all right, then I look forward to hearing from you and even more to getting to know you as one of my personal students in me school. Now, let's get back to our program. Listening to Flow Dreaming with your host, Summer McStravick. Yes, here we go. Chugga, chugga, chugga. We're just keeping on, keeping on. I have more to say, and I see that there's a lot of you who want to uh, reach me. So just hold tight. Let me get through just a couple more, okay? Ways that we keep ourselves from being successful. The conflict, the energy conflict, the emotional conflict, which is what creates conflict in your flow, conflict in your manifesting, conflict in your future. Sometimes we just don't want people to really see us. We want to do everything in the background. We want to be hidden. We want to hide behind our website, which we want to do all the selling for us. We don't want to get on the phone with people. We're afraid. What if they see us? What if we have to actually talk to somebody? What if they unmask us? What if we're, what if they find something in us that they get disappointed with? What if they realize, oh, you're just putting it on. It's all a show. You don't want to be seen. You don't want to be looked at. If you walk in a room, you don't want people's thoughts and judgments going on to you like, wow, look at her. She's really made something of herself. Oh, check him out. He's really grown. Boy. Look at that. He's now the XYZ of his company. We're afraid. We don't want to be seen. We don't want to be looked at. We don't want to be judged. We don't want other people's thoughts on us. That's a fear a lot of us have. Don't look at me. 
I'm wearing all black. I'm overweight. Don't look at me. It can be really visceral, uh, uh, visceral like that. Or it can be an emotional feeling. No, I just, I want to hang out in the background. I don't want to be showing up. Right? Did you sit in the back of the class? Did you sit right in the middle, the anonymous middle? Probably that was put inside of you at some point. If I'm seen, something might happen. I might get called on. The other students might get jealous. They might think I'm a certain way. Better to take a few steps back. Sit a few seats back. Give myself an exit anytime I need it. Because I don't want to be held accountable to anything. What's that doing for your success? Playing you out right in the middle of the pack? Are you in the middle of your profession, just kind of mid- middling along? Eh, you're not getting paid the highest. You're not the lowest. You're just kind of unseen. Why? Because it's safe. If they don't see me, they're not going to fire me. If they don't see me, they're not going to promote me. I'm safe here. Are you in the safe middle? Think about it. That's a big, big, big one. The last one I want to point out is that you may be feeling that successful people have to do things that you really don't want to think about or do. You don't like to do. Maybe you have ideas built up in your head like, gosh, you know, you know, people who are, let's just go back to the realtor again for whatever reason. Uh, any example, any random example. Yeah, that realtor, man, she can talk with people so well. People just like her. She's always on the phone. She's always like in touch. I'm really just not that way. I'm not that way. I don't really like, you know, to do that. I love to show houses. I love to, you know, walk people through. I love to but just reaching out and like meeting people. Oh, I don't like that. I'm not good at that. And then I also, it's like they're always working. It's like, gosh, it's a Saturday afternoon. I would work, but you know, I don't really want to work. I don't want to work as much as they're working. So I, you know, I'm okay being less successful because really successful people have to work pretty much 24 hours a day. Do you see, I'm, I'm saying all of this to the, with, I'm trying to infuse a little sarcasm in my voice. No, t- successful people don't have to work 24 hours a day. That's what you think. Successful people, they are not all out there, you know, wonderful outgoing schmoozers. They're not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not that way myself. I'm pretty withdrawn. I have to make an effort to introduce myself, to meet people and talk with people. These are constructs you've created in your head. You have decided successful people do X, Y, and Z, and I am not X, Y, and Z. I don't like to do X, Y, and Z. Therefore, nah, I guess I'm just not cut out for it. I want it, but I don't want to have to do those things to get it. Okay, you've just brought yourself right down. So you're going to be busy, 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 trying to grow, trying to get successful, trying to get your raise, trying to get more customers. And at the same time, you're like, yeah, but I know I'm not doing what really successful people do. So yeah, I kind of expect to know that this is where I'm at. Do you have that feeling in you? That's what you're creating. That's a choice. Your thoughts about successful people, you're probably totally wrong. I'm going to tell you, you're wrong. They're not doing those things you think. Yes, some of them are because they were wrong too and they decided to just have to suck it up and do it and work 24 hours a day because that's what they thought they had to do. I know people right now running multi-million dollar businesses who work three and four day weeks and they're done. They're done. And they built those. They created those companies. 
They know what it's like to do it and reach that point. And they know what it's like to only work three or four days a week the whole way through. They will scramble your brain when you start saying things like, oh, well, I ha- you have to do this, you have to. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. can if you want to. A lot of successful people do work 24 days a week and, and never see their families. And, you know, they're always out having to go to meetings they don't want to go to and, and flying across the country or doing whatever they do. You know, sucking up to the principal and the boss and, you know, whoever. No, you don't have to do that. You just think you do. You've seen other people do it. Do you want to replicate their crappy model? No. Then don't. Don't. One of the choices I made when I started to really build and grow flow dreaming, I I saw people in the mind, body, and spirit and personal growth world, and they were on an airplane every weekend. Every weekend. They were flying to go someplace and speak and run a workshop and talk in front of a hundred people, five hundred thousands, thousands of people. And I thought to myself, I don't want to do that. I've got two babies at home. I've got two little kids. There's no way I'm going to be gone every weekend. That's not my model for success. I will do something different. People will find me. They will come to me. I don't have to go to them. And I built my whole company around that. That's why you're listening to this podcast now. You found me. I made myself accessible to you. But it wasn't on a stage. It wasn't on a stage. I adjusted my understanding of what it took to reach out and be a success. And that's what I want you to do. That's the whole point of today. If you want to flow dream success, if you're feeling rampant, gorgeous, scaling up, yes, this is my year. Yes, this is when things change for me. Yes, this is when my career happens. Yes, this is when I get my body finally fit and beautiful. Yes, this is when I get out of all of my old lawsuits and the divorce proceedings are over. Yes, this is when I finally move across the country and get my perfect, beautiful home. Yes, right? You've got to get out of your way. You've got to take time and look through all these things in you that have been saying no, 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 no. And you know how you're going to know if you've succeeded or not? If you're successful and you get those things, then you went through it and you were able to. But if in another eight weeks, two months, you're still where you are right now, mark it on your calendar, pop it in your phone right now on your computer, check in. Did I overcome my issue with success? If you did not, it is still in you. If you're in the same circumstances, it is still in you and it's still not been addressed and it's still there. I love working with flow because it gives me gorgeous, beautiful, immediate feedback with everything I do. Every time I switch my energies around inside, immediately life around me responds with new and different stuff. And I love that feeling. It means I can really move. It means that I haven't felt stuck in many, many, many years. Okay. Hey, let's go to a call or two before we delve into our flow dream a little later in the show. How about we start with Kelly, Vermont? Hey, Kelly, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. What's going on in your life? Well, I'm listening to this and I've been thinking, yes, this is my year because last year was big life change, everything year. Um, yeah. Children moved out. Husband yep. moved out. <laughs> oh Boss my. now telling me, you're really not fit for this job. So you've got about two weeks. 
Mm-hmm. So every role I've known has changed. <laughs> this yes. year is the, this has to be better. Um, I have enrolled in the me school. Oh, you are? I have. Whoa, good for you. Uh, did I talk with you, Kelly? No. Okay. No, Julie right. did. Julie. So. Oh, beautiful Julie. She steps in sometimes when my schedule gets overbooked and we have more appointments than I can handle. <laughs> so I have so, to ask. Well, there you go. You're in a yeah. perfect place. Yeah. So look, congratulations. So for guidance, first of all, right now I'm, I actually had a second interview today for a job. Yes. After I met with my boss who was going to tell me the, okay, this is it, Kelly conversation. I said, well, can we hold off on this conversation? Because I might have something else to tell you after this interview this afternoon. Uh-huh. But I don't know because okay. all my roles have changed on me. Yeah. I want you to start seeing yourself. Close your eyes with me. And this is something that you can do even because me school starts in a couple of weeks, right? So you've got a couple of weeks to precondition your energy. It's like, you know, like when you get prepared, it's like meat tenderizing. <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but you know, yeah. you're, you're going to, you're going to meat tenderize your energy, you know, bam, bam, bam with that little hammer <laughs> or rubbing that stuff in. Um, you're going to precondition. I am a champagne bottle and my cork popped. The cork, husband, kids, job. In order to get to the good stuff, that had to release. Okay, the good stuff is in me now. I always thought the champagne bottle itself in my hands was good enough. I never remembered that I could actually drink it. It could belong to me. All right, so these things that have just let go of you, you're not mourning them. They're, they're, they're the cork. They have freed you. They freed you. They've released yeah. you and they've let you go. You're at this place right now where you can shape yourself from who you are now on forward. All those other things, the husband, the job, the kids, those originated in choices you made, what, 5, 10, 20, 30 years back. Yeah. They completed themselves. You're no longer playing out the choices you made when you were 20 or 25 or 30. Now you get to play out. It's the first time I've ever been able to focus on me. Yes. You are now making choices based on who you are today. And your life is going to look tremendously different. Gorgeously, radically different. And you can start plugging in. What's that going to be? How about a sweet, gentle, but hot new partner? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Let's put a little of all of that in there. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you want it to feel like. Something that reawakens you to yourself as a woman, as a beautiful person who wants to be adored and treated and wined and dined. Pop that in there. Mm-hmm. Or the new job that I'm getting is actually closer to me than my old job ever was. And I'm so delighted to hear that. I'm, I'm amazed that I'm hearing that. Mm-hmm. And my kids and I, God, we are developing a relationship now that we never had when they were at home. I'm recognizing them grow into who they are and we're actually getting closer because now I'm not momming them. Now when they come to me, they love me. They want me. They're recognizing their need for me a way they never really understood before. Mm -hmm. And I am instrumental in teaching them how our new relationship will be. It's not all them. I'm not powerless. I'm shaping it. I'm saying, you know what? Call me every Sunday. Mm. And I'm inviting you over for lunch on you know, Sunday afternoons. I want to see you once a month. I'm going to fly out. I'm. Go- you're going to. 
right? You're going to, just like they're five years old again, here are the instructions on here our new relationship will be. But you're, you're an adult too, so we'll make sure we agree on it this time. Mm-hmm. Are you getting the sense of enthusiasm and, and, and beauty that you're walking into? I am, and I'm also terrified because I don't know where my income is going to come from. <laughs> yeah, that will resolve. That will resolve. Mm-hmm. Your income is also in transition. It won't stay empty. Here, bring up inside you a feeling. Close your eyes with me. Yeah. Again, bring up a feeling. God, I'm talented. I am so good at certain things. Maybe not everything, but I know the things I am really good at. And when I walk into a job interview, those things I'm good at just spill out of me. They pour forth from me. I radiate that. I'm good at this, 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 and this. And the right person sitting across from me or people, they're going to feel it too. They're hardly even going to have to ask the questions because they're going to know. They're going to say, that's what we're looking for. Bingo. Bingo. And you're not putting on any airs. You're not faking anything. You just are that. And you fit that and you align to that and they see that. And that's how they get the right person. And that's how you get the right job. And it's there. Yeah. And you're so good. It's not like it's never going to happen for you. It'll happen. Mm-hmm. Look ahead. A couple of years from now. Really? Do you think you're going to be unemployed for three years? <laughs> no. It's more a matter of how well am I going to be employed for three years? Right. That really depends on how what energy you're walking in with right now as you transition. Relaxed. Full of this awareness. It's not even confidence. It's an awareness of who you really are, what you're good at. Right. You bring that and you don't even have to speak well. Okay. Okay. So this is how I would ask you to precondition the energies for the next couple of weeks. This is how you feel about yourself. This is what you're doing. This is where you're going. And all those fears, you listen to them and you shove them to the back row. I appreciate you guys. I understand you're trying to keep me safe, but you need to go to the back row now because actually you're holding me back. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. All right, Kelly. I wish I uh, could spend more time with you, but I will be soon. Will We're going to be seeing each other a couple times a month. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. So, okay. Sarah, and it was wonderful hearing from you, and um, we'll talk again. Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> Bye now. With that, let's go to a a quick little break. And uh, when we get back, we have flow dreams happening and we have more of your calls right after this. Oh, we're on break again. So while you're waiting, here are a few suggestions I think you'll get a lot out of. First, on my website at flowdreaming.com, you can pick up a free gift basket or gift bag, however you want to look at it, right now from me. I put together a 30-minute tutorial on how to flow dream, and then I gave you a flow dream to start practicing with. This saves me from having to reteach the basics on every show, and it gives you the first step to creating a freaking amazing new life. So find this free gift for me right now on my homepage. You just pop in your email, and I will be able to send it to you pretty quickly, right away. Next, you know what underwrites this podcast? My manifesting shop at flowdreaming.com. 
I have the most amazing playlist there. I've worked hard on these for over a decade. I've tested them all. I know what works. They're on all kinds of topics. How to get a new job, uh, how to go bigger, how to lose weight, uh, remove all your blocks around money or opening yourself to the right kind of partner. So much to go through. And the playlists, they are powerful and effective, crazy effective. In fact, my inbox is full every day with thank you notes from people who've used my flow dreams and become lottery winners. They've just gotten married or received huge bonuses. They've cured themselves of depression and health issues. It really is astounding. So go visit the manifesting store at flowdreaming.com and see what you want to begin changing in your life. And there you go. We're back. Hey, everybody. Are you feeling good? Are you feeling all shaken up? Are you feeling like a like a champagne bottle that's been shaken? <laughs> Boom. Go successful. Um, let's take another call or two, and then we're going to go ahead and jump into the flow dream. How about Maureen? South Africa. South Africa. How are you, Maureen? Hi, Summer. I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. How are things in your part of the world? Um, it's summertime here. It's it's nice. Everything's great in South Africa. Oh, gorgeous. So what's going on in your life? Well, actually, this call is about my mom. I'd love to ask about myself, but my mother's having um, more serious things going on. She's she's has been not well for close to a year. She broke her ankle. And um, then it resulted in some nerve damage, and she ended up what they've diagnosed as a condition, um, which I guess the name's not that important. But my question is, um, are we doing everything possible for her to get better from this? And, like, spiritually, is there anything else going on? Are there negative influences? Because sometimes I feel really positive, like she's going to be fine, and then other times... Um, I get a little bit scared and I'm worried about her outlook because I think also um, she's been very down. Yeah. I don't know if it's the environment or what's going on. All right. Let's let's um, let's start by telling me her name and her age. Okay. Ama. And um, she's in her 60s. Uh, I'd have to do the math. 60. That's all right. That's good. Okay. <laughs> That's good. It's good enough. And she lives in South hey. Africa there too? No, she lives in Texas. Okay, in Texas. And she's, I'm just going to go visit her. For anybody who doesn't know what I'm doing, you can use flow to both create things, you know, give energy instructions, manifest. You can also read the energies that are already out there. And a person's mind is just part of the energies too. It's just like looking out at a field of gumdrops and saying, you, I'm going to go check out you and say hi to you. So here's Ama. She's in Texas. Well, you know, this thing is actually occupying her mind quite a bit. It seems to be her full focus right now. She's just wrapped herself up in it. Her injury, whatever diagnosis this was. It's become a, a kind of central focus in her life. I don't mean to say it's given meaning to her life, but it's really given her something she can talk about and talk to other people about and create connection. You know what she's doing? She's creating connection around it. 
She's creating community. She's creating a sense of, this is how I know people love me. They care about me. I can talk to them about okay. this. They respond. I want the intimacy. I want the community. I want that. I want to be paid attention to. Okay. That's a big part of it. And okay. be, yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, it's not in a greedy way, like, oh, poor me. It's not like that. It's just like she, she really needs to feel like someone notices her and okay. sees her. So, I mean, just taking her out for lunch, doing things with her, doing, getting someone who lives nearby her or, you know, to say, I value you. I care about you. What else is going on in your life? She'd be surprised you asked, like, oh, well, um, nothing. <laughs> you know, she wouldn't, she would be yeah. caught off guard because she found her thing that's going on. And that's the big thing that she's talking about. Is this making sense to you? Can you see this? Um, so f- in a way, yeah, um, she has to be aggressive about it or it would, could get worse. So I think that's why yeah. she's focusing on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you see, it's serving a couple purposes. Often when we create or become ill in some way, you know, it's because there's something in us that's saying, I need to get my needs met. And the body is saying, my need is for people to pay attention to me, for me to feel loved, needed, adored, wanted, part of things. And if it's something she has to be aggressive about, she's saying, I need all of you to help me with this. She's got a great reason now to become connected. Because it's paramount. It's huge. Yeah. Um, so is this need for being um, cared for, um, keeping her physically in the same state? Because that's an issue if, like, subconsciously yes. she's being... Okay. Yes. Is yes. there a way to work on it? Because I, I feel she's definitely getting attention from her friends, I mean, and from me I mean, mm-hmm. we're all rallying around her. She's got friends that are visiting, cooking for her. But my Wonderful. father isn't, isn't as supportive as he could or should be. I don't think it's intentional on his part. Um, is, yeah, but you know what? She realizes he, that. She knows that. She knows She knows how he is. Okay. She's, she's, okay, she's, so, it, but as long as she's basking in all of this attention and community and connection, I don't even want to say attention because then it sounds like somebody's just doing it for attention. It's community and connection yeah. that she's receiving and she's needed this for a long time. She's needed this for a while. Okay. So okay. It's, you can't really do much about it. When she starts to feel that she's topped up, you know, it's like putting gas in your car, right? As she gets okay. filled up, she gets topped up. She's going to have less of a need for it. And I think that's when she's going to start getting control over her condition. Very okay. interesting background. I'm going to let you go. Um, I hope that gives you okay. insight, though, right? You know, It helps a little, yeah. Do start you know, offering attention to her about other things, though. What else is going okay. on? Tell me about your life. Tell me about other things. Make sure she knows you're not just checking on her to see how she feels. Okay. Make sure you're checking think- on her because you just want to know how she, how, what's going on in her mind or her thoughts. Not because okay. of her illness, right? Okay. And then she'll start okay. to really understand, you care about me just for me. You're not just calling because I'm ill. Yeah, oh, that makes sense, Summer. Yeah, do that, okay. and that will help shift her away into healing. Okay, Okay. Uh, perfect. All right, my dear, thank you. Take okay, care, Maureen. Thank you. Thanks for your call. Okay. Bye now. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Um, let's see. I know, Kitty, that you're holding... 
I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to have to hold you over probably until the next show, or you can wait until my mom's show comes on right after this. She has a podcast, a radio show as well called Dear Venus, because I really do need to get us into a flow dream, a gorgeous, sumptuous, delicious emotional state that we get into. And this emotional state is what tells our self, our future, our flow, our energy. This is who I want to be. This is what I'm going to feel like. This is the fact that I'm no longer scared of success. I am willing to shoulder anything success brings. Anything. And I am uprooting the belief that it will bring me anything I don't want to shoulder. Meaning anything I think is hard, difficult, that will cause strife in my life or with my family. I'm letting go of all of that. I'm letting go of it. Because I'm going to interpret and understand success in a whole new way. A way that fits me, my personal success. Success that never leaves, that I never expect will be disrupted or temporary or go away. The success is ongoing and when people look at me and see me, I don't really mind. Either they're not really thinking much at all or they're just thinking generally positive things like, that's wonderful for you. God, I I think you're amazing. It'd be kind of nice if I could learn from you, be with you. I want to be around people like you because you make me feel good. Right? Turning your understanding of success into a really amazing, feel-good energy. Where if you didn't step into it, you'd be a crazy fool. Okay, so we're going to flow dream right now. Everyone, please, if you are available, not behind the wheel of a car or operating a handsaw or a wood chipper, Close your eyes and let yourself relax. You're relaxing. You're at ease. You're feeling good. You're feeling happy. You're going to release yourself into a daydream. A daydream. Just about yourself and your life and where you're going to go this year. The kind of things that will happen for you this year the new levels of success that you're going to reach. You're going to reach them soon. They're not a year away. They're right around the corner. And it doesn't matter if you don't know them yet, you don't see them yet. Big deal. You let go of that belief. Success can happen overnight. It can happen with only two weeks notice. Or it can happen after two years of hard work. Feel that energy of success. You see yourself in your flow now. You're standing someplace. You're like a magician. Beautiful, long, flowing robes. And in front of you, there's a curve, a line of energy swirling in front of you. And you can reach out your magic wand. You can reach out with just your hands. And as you move your hands or your wand, that energy moves It's in sync with you. It is you. And that energy you notice is going off into the distance. It's going straight out in front of you. It's you. It's part of you. It's where you're going. And that energy is saying to you, what success do you want? We are the energy of success. We're the emotion of success. Where do you want success? How do you want it? What do you want it to feel like? What areas do you want it to? Oh, you want it in more than one area? Great. That's just as easy as having it in only one area. 
So you want to feel financially sound and abundant and secure this year? (gasps) Wonderful. We've got things that you can jump into. But once you do, we know how you might feel those thoughts and feelings that might come up. Do you want to release those? Shall we let go of those? Ah, you release those in your flow. You feel them falling out of your heart like a little spray of sparkly lights. Ah, that's all your resistance. Resistance to the success. The success has none of the things that you thought were going to be bad about it. Your friends love you. Your family continues to love you. They're applauding for you. Look, somebody is toasting you. You're out for dinner and you're being toasted. That's your family. Yay, they're saying, thank you. You're great. Thank you for taking us out. Thank you for showing us that someone in our family, finally, could be successful. Or thank you for finally joining the rest of us. Now we don't have to feel or act any differently around you. You're saying, yeah, I know it took me a while. But I did. I broke through. And perhaps you're turning to the person who's sitting beside you, that person that you love and adore. That person is looking at you and saying, I was never hard to find. You finally let that go out of your head and I could I could walk in. As long as you kept making me hard to find, I had to be hard to find. I felt like you were playing a game of hide and seek with me forever. You're like, I know, honey, I'm so sorry. Goodness sakes. Here we are, though. We're, we found each other and we are close. And maybe I've been with you for 10 years already, but I refound you and you refound me. That intimacy opened up and bloomed again and just happened and I I wasn't afraid of it and I wasn't afraid to be wearing these beautiful clothes and having my hair styled in such a wonderful way I feel like a million dollars and my friends God I love them too they've come right along with me and and the ones who have it well I give them love and I know that at some point they'll come here too And in the meantime, new people have come in and they're not at all who I thought they would be. They're really open and close and loyal, generous, thoughtful, conscientious, heart-filled, spirit-filled people. Success has brought me only beauty and bounty and good things. And funny, it's not going to go anyplace either. It's not going to go away. That's what you linger in, this feeling, in your flow, in this cascade of light and energy and forward motion. This is you. You're so happy, so happy to be here. And with that, you open your eyes and you return. And you've just done your first little mini flow dream. Or maybe your 50th. (laughs) Doesn't matter. All right, that wraps up my program today. Thank you so much for joining me. Stay with me next week. Another fabulous podcast coming right up. Until then, my love to you all. Well, look at that. Show's over. But before you go, did you know that my mom has a podcast too? Her show airs live right after mine. It comes up next. We tape our live shows back to back. Her show is called The Dear Venus Show. So stay listening and you can call in or look it up live on iTunes um, if you're listening via podcast. Her show is really good. It's really funny. And she reads people's minds and futures and talks to dead people for real. It's called The Dear Venus Show. 
on iTunes. 